What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Flock Talk. My name is Logan. I run the Instagram account at everything underscore Ravens. Make sure to give that account a follow. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Michael. Wildcard weekend, baby. Let's go. And we don't have to worry yeah. about the Ravens playing and be uh, stressed out about that. It's a stress-free yeah, wildcard weekend. Yeah, it's just a nice, relaxing weekend of watching football. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully watch the Steelers get beat. Not mm-hmm. necessarily rooting against my boy Flacco, but we'll talk about that. So, yeah, the plan for this episode is since the Ravens obviously aren't playing, we wanted to still get you guys content out. So we will be previewing all of the AFC games. And if we have time, we will do NFC. But obviously we know Ravens fans are going to be more interested in the AFC side of things. So we want to make sure that's at the very least the forefront of this episode. So our first playoff game this weekend is at 4.30 Eastern time, 3.30 Central time. It is Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns against C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. That game will be on NBC to kick off wildcard weekend. What are your initial thoughts on this one? Well, I absolutely love the quarterback matchup in this game because, of course, we love Joe Flacco. And C.J. Stroud is maybe, like, my favorite rookie quarterback I've watched in a long time. I love Stroud. Oh, I love He's so him. fun. I loved watching him uh, beat the Colts on Saturday. That was awesome. I mean, he has been so impressive. So the first, my first thought of this game is I'm really excited to watch both those guys play, and I hope both of them are airing that shit out. They'll be inside. They'll be in a dome, so you don't have to worry about bad conditions for them airing it out. But I do remember the when the Browns and Texans played a few weeks ago, the Browns took it to them. I mean, the Browns kind of pushed them around. Which that, granted they did not have Stroud though, but they didn't have Stroud. That's that still doesn't like change what the Browns did to the Texans defense, no. which was mostly healthy that game. Because the Browns I mean, the Browns are a scary team. They probably have the best defense in the NFL. It's them or us. I mean Yeah. And I mean Joe Flacco is playing elite again. And not even like jokingly i mean he looks elite he's probably been a top like what eight quarterback in the league in the second half of this season honestly oh yeah ever ever since he's came in for the browns he's been just kind of crazy yeah and i i love the texans i think the texans have been such a great story this year i love stroud i think D'Amico ryans is an awesome head coach i love their young guys on defense like stingley and will anderson uh, and Petrie, but I just think the Browns, the Browns are probably too much for him. And I think rookie quarterbacks or quarterbacks making their first playoff start, generally not a good spot, especially when you're playing maybe the best defense in the NFL and maybe the coach of the year in Kevin Stefanski. Oh, yeah. As much as I hate Cleveland, I really do got to give them credit for how much injuries they they've had. And how much they just continue to battle through them. Whether it's Nick Chubb at the beginning of the year. Some of their O-linemen like Chedrick Wills getting injured this year. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Grant Delpit being out for the season. Obviously the Sean Watson. I mean they battled and they've really, they've really earned this playoff spot. Uh, 
And obviously, as you mentioned, our boy Joseph Vincent Flacco mm-hmm. coming in, lighting it up. Uh, and I think you just kind of see that with the way he plays. He's older. He's more of a he's way more of a veteran now. And he's kind of just the old guy in the locker room. He doesn't really care. He kind of just goes out there and just wings it. He's not really as conservative as he was towards the end of his Ravens tenure. So I think he has been pretty fun to watch this year. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that has been a big reason for him being so great this year, and I think one thing that will be big for him in this game and throughout the playoffs, I don't want to get into the Browns playing the Ravens because that just terrifies me. We'll save that for later. But with the Browns being in the playoffs, I think he's just he's playing so loose. It it doesn't matter. You know, he's already got his Super Bowl. His career was pretty much over. He's straight off the couch. You know, he's just got he's got nothing to lose. He's playing so loose and free. And it's been fun to watch. And I think that that's a big reason for why I like the Browns in this game. I mean, Stroud, Stroud's a rookie quarterback. He has looked so poised and calm throughout this whole season. And I don't doubt that he'll be very poised in this game. But Flacco's just slinging it. I mean, it's awesome. And it's so free and loose. And, yeah, I mean. Yeah, and I, I do fully agree that Stroud has been excellent to watch. I mean, he, he'd he be my pick for Rookie of the Year over Pukunakua. I, I think just what he did kind of just reviving, bringing new life to that Texans team that was kind of just dormant, awful the past mm-hmm. few years. Their fans didn't care. It really just seemed like dead in the water for them. And then Shroud comes in and kind of like gives that franchise the most excitement it's had since Watson was at quarterback. So I do think the city of Houston, that stadium, NRG Stadium, is going to be really amped up for this one. But I just also do think that Flacco, just being the veteran he is, he's not going to care about that environment. I mean, he's played playoff games at Heinz Field, Gillette Stadium, Mile High. I mean. Flacco's seen it all when it's come to playoff environments. This is going to be nothing to him. I mean, it really isn't. This is like a walk in the park, really. (laughs) And I give a lot of credit uh, to D'Amico Ryans, too. Their defense has been pretty good. I think he's totally – they were such – they looked just like a horrible organization the last few years. And I think he's totally flipped the culture. And Stroud has helped with that a lot, but – I think he's going to be their head coach for a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, Stroud's kind of just, in a way, like Stroud, what he has done this year is something I don't think I've ever really seen from a rookie quarterback. He he just kind of just is making these NFL throws one after another after another, just becoming Superman. And he's really won the Texans a lot of their games just because – he he gets them out of some really poor situations, like third and longs, quite a bit. So, I mean, will that happen against Cleveland's defense? I'm not for sure, but I do think if the Texans want to win this game, it's going to have to come off of Stroud being Superman, essentially, which yeah, if- might be might be tougher to do just because the Browns have the number one pass defense in the league, I believe, right now. So that. I mean, it'll it'll be fun to watch, but I do think there is a lot on Stroud if the Texans want to win this game. Yeah, for for looking at a way that the Texans can win this game, C.J. Stroud is going to have to be Superman and just make some amazing plays. And I think they would also need to come up with 
a few turnovers. They're going to need a a Joe Flacco, you know, slinging it kind of random interception or two or or a fumble or a special teams touchdown or something like that. It's going to it's going to take the Browns are a more complete team, really. And much and yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Flacco's going to be rattled no. by the moment, like I said earlier. So I think it's really going to have to come down defensively. Uh, one of those young guys like Will Anderson or John Grenard's going to have to make a big play in this one, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it is very possible against Flacco. He is kind of a statue in True. the pocket, although he has not been as much of a one this year, per se, just because he's, he, he's been kind of moving around making plays. Yeah. I mean. But I do, I do, I like Cleveland in this one. Yeah, so I, I think we both, we both lean Cleveland in this game for sure. I mean, it's, Vegas thinks uh, this is probably going to be the closest game of, AFC game of this playoff cycle. The yeah. line's only two points, and it's kind of juiced evenly, so. Yeah, so I, uh disclaimer don't take my betting advice i'm no expert i'm just an amateur oh, yeah. but oh yeah so like, we i like the browns laying the two and a half in this game oh i do too i mean yeah but based off of what he was saying we are going to offer a parlay at the end of each segment for each of these afc playoff games but as he said don't you can use our advice but don't blindly follow it because yeah. we're definitely not sports betting experts and this is just based off of our own research and what we think could happen. But I'm with you there. I'm on the Browns uh, minus two and a half. And did you know that the Browns are also the fourth best team in the league right now against the spread? So, wow, I actually didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's the play there. And so I also have again, this is just uh, for fun. You don't necessarily need to tell this, but you can get the Joe Flacco parlay. At plus 259, over 266 passing yards, over 23 completions, and over a touchdown. So two touchdowns. Plus 259 for the culture. Browns are probably going to be throwing it around a little bit. Hey, why not? Yeah, I mean, the Texans Texans have a really tough they defense. Do. I mean, we saw the first game they played because I remember watching that because the Ravens played the 49ers the next day, I believe. So the Browns had like 15 rushing attempts for like 25 yards, like their running back Jerome Ford did. So, yeah. I mean, I don't really think they're going to be able to run the ball in Houston. So I do like that a lot because they're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit in this game. So basically what I had is I didn't quite go full – Flacco, like you did, but I did. I took the Browns to lay the two and a half. Plus, I took David and Joku over five and a half receptions. He's went over this with every game as with Flacco at quarterback, and we know Joe loves throwing to his tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, I also took Amari Cooper over seventy-three and a half receiving yards. He's went over this with in three out of the four games with Flacco at quarterback, he, and I people might be quick to forget but he did have 265 receiving yards that first matchup against houston now i now i don't think it's going to be that much again 
but 73 and a half, I, I think that one hits. And then I had Flacco over one and a half passing touchdowns like you did. Cause I, I just think like it's playoff Flacco. He lives for these moments yeah. and it's, I got a same game parlay for that on DraftKings for plus 1000. So it's juicy. So that's my parlay for this game. Uh, also, another thing to mention, Flacco is 5-0 and in his career in wildcard games. If you really want to be really specific, he's 6-0 and in the first playoff game. Because remember, 2011, we were the two seed that year, so we had the first round bye. That was before the 17 playoff. So, I mean, he, he hasn't lost his opening playoff game ever. So it, it's just really hard for me to bet against Flacco here. It's a good spot for the Browns, for sure. Yeah, so the next game is Miami at Kansas City. This game is set to kick off at 7.15 Central Time, 8.15 Eastern Time, exclusively on Peacock. What is your thoughts on that Peacock? Ugh, on the cock. Uh, That sucks. I mean... Whatever, I'll I'll make sure I have Peacock and watch the game. It's not like that's going to deter me from watching the game. But come on, we already got to watch Thursday Night Football on Prime Video. Just just put the game on NBC. God, God damn it. But whatever, still going to watch. It's going to be, as we all know, freezing cold. Like, oh, like ridiculously zero, zero cold. Zero degrees, I think, like the real feel. Yeah. And it's going to be at night, too. And I think it might end up uh, snowing. I well, saw I know right now. Later in the night. I know I know right now, like, the Midwest right now is just absolutely covered in snow and ice. Like, is it? Oh. Yeah, we got a pretty bad winter storm. So so I I know it's it's super square and public, but I absolutely love the Chiefs. I literally – I don't care – I seriously think the Dolphins have, like, no chance. What do you think? Oh, yeah. No, I fully agree. Like, the line's at four and a half for this game. It opened up at three yeah. at the beginning of the week, and now so it's already at four and a half. Yeah, so many people are hammering the Chiefs right now. Like, I, I just think the Dolphins, when it comes to this game, like, they have some interesting scheming with Mike McDaniel, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... I just think the Chiefs will be too much, man. Like, at Arrowhead, yeah. going to be freezing. Like, Miami's coming all the way from 70, 80 degrees southern Florida all the way to the Midwest where it's zero degrees right now. It's it's really hard to see the Dolphins winning this game, to be honest. I, I seriously, I, I just can't picture it. And regardless of all the weather and everything, I know that the Chiefs' offense and the Chiefs have had major problems this season they don't look like the standard chiefs that we're used to but at the end of the day it's patrick mahomes in a home playoff game at arrowhead you can't fade that like i mean it's mahomes in arrowhead it it just it's the chiefs just has to be yeah and doing some research on this before this is kind of like cherry picking kind of but i saw that Miami has lost its last 10 games in temperatures below 40 degrees. I mean, hey, there's something to that, the being the playing most of your games in Miami and practicing in Miami and everything. 
And another interesting one, Tua is zero and four in games under 45 degrees. It's just kind of like playing in cooler weather is something that Tua doesn't really have much experience in. <laughs> yeah, because even in Alabama. I mean, he's from Hawaii, too. Yeah. Play to Alabama, then plays in Miami, three places that are pretty warm climates. So, yeah. So, I, I think I'm not going to, I know that, you know, when it comes to, to picking games and stuff, I do generally like to fade the public and find the edge when it feels like everybody is all on one side. But I just, I, I cannot not be on the Chiefs side on this. It just, it just makes too much sense. Oh, yeah. Another thing, too, Kansas City has a top five passing defense in the league yeah. right now. So I think that's going to make it even harder for Miami going up there playing in that literal frozen tundra that is Arrowhead Stadium this weekend. It's it's just really hard to see the Dolphins winning this game. Yeah, it is. And we've and I like the Chiefs by a touchdown or more. And we've seen the Chiefs beat the Dolphins this year in Germany. Yeah. And it's like as much as you want to say about the Chiefs and their offense, I mean, that offense typically when it comes playoff time, they hit go. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is great in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey has always been great in the playoffs. Mahomes is like eleven and three or something like that in playoff games. So it's I don't know, dude. It's it's hard for me to ever bet against the Chiefs in a playoff game. Now, Same. if they come to MNT later on down the road, I mean, I'm obviously going to back my boys. But besides that, it's just it, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs when it comes to games like this. Yeah, and like Mahomes also never has any road playoff games. Really, they're all at Arrowhead <laughs> Stadium. So Mahomes, Mahomes, and the boys are used to this cold January environment at it's Arrowhead not- Stadium. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe the Dolphins can pull off some shockers, but it, yeah, it no. just doesn't seem like it. Mahomes, Mahomes at Arrowhead all day. Fade the Chiefs in the cold weather. I've kind of thought that the Dolphins are also banged up uh, defensively. In that game, oh, yeah, they, in that Bills game they, the other night, they had they had uh, Melvin Ingram running around in coverage. I mean, they also lost two of their starting linebackers a season-ending injuries. They signed, oh yeah, our boy, yeah, they signed our boy Justin Houston this mm-hmm. week, making his return to Kansas City kind of a weird spot for that to happen, but. And they also signed Bruce Irvin, the old Seahawks right. linebacker. So, so, it's, so it's like they got three elder statesmen now at linebacker and Justin Houston, Melvin Ingram, and Bruce Irvin. So it's kind yeah. of like I, I don't know about that one, dude. So for me, I Chiefs all day, even with laying the four and a half, I think the Chiefs are, are a touchdown win. And I would also maybe play the under just because like – I don't see the Dolphins scoring more than 10 points or even more than a touchdown. Yeah, I could definitely see that under 44. Yeah, under 44. And in this weather, why not just play the under? I mean. Yeah, teams don't score a lot of points. It's so hard. (laughs) Because the ball is literally like a rock. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else uh, more specific you like in this game? Uh, not necessarily. I did have a parlay for this game as well. Yeah. Once again, don't blindly follow our betting advice. We are not experts. We are not with any licensed sports books. 
bet at your own risk, bet responsibly, but this is just the place that we like for these games. So for my parlay for this game, I had the Chiefs minus four and a half, like you. I just think they lay it. I think the Chiefs potentially could run away with this one and blow the Dolphins out. So I really do like that Chiefs laying the points. I also had Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, the Dolphins lost two of their linebackers, Jerome Baker, Andrew Van Ginkle. And the Dolphins in general just have not been good against opposing tight ends. We saw what Isaiah likely did to him. We saw what Dalton Kincaid did to him last week. Kelsey has also caught a touchdown pass in nine of his last 10 playoff games mm. and 16 of his 18 playoff games overall. So Kelsey, anytime touchdown when it comes to playoff games is almost as close of a lock as you could possibly get. I also have Tua under 238.5 passing yards. That would, op- that would open that 252 passing yards, and it's already down to 238. So that should kind of tell you everything you need wow. to know. People, people kind of don't expect Tua to play well in this one. And then uh, I also had Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. This one has hit. In six of his last seven playoff games, and has hit in 11 of his 14 playoff games overall. As I said earlier, Mahomes always shows up when it comes to these playoff games, and I think two touchdown passing touchdowns in this one is a pretty easy bet. Yeah. So, uh, and for me, I just Chiefs with the four and a half over 44, and I liked Isaiah Pacheco over 56 rushing yards. I think the Chiefs might get a little lead early. It's going to be so cold. They're going to want to run the ball. They can just keep pounding the rock with him all game. And like we talked about, the Chiefs, or the Dolphins' bang, defense is banged up. They're missing both of their linebackers. Pacheco runs so hard. I think the Chiefs can get a little, say, 14 to nothing or 17 to 3 lead and just start running the ball with Pacheco, and he can just rack those yards up. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Now, for mine, I was just going to kind of say, <laughs> If you wanted to get a little more bold, I would actually go Pacheco over the receiving yards. It's like 19 yards right now. I like that one a lot just because I think the Dolphins, if they want a chance, they're going to have to try to pressure Mahomes. So he may be more inclined to dump it off. We'll see. But 19 yards in a cold-weather game like this, it just seems like one pass could put that over. So Yeah, and some easy checkdowns. Why not? Yeah. So I, but overall, my main parlay with the Chiefs minus four and a half, Kelsey anytime touchdown, Tua under pass yard to Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. You can currently get that on DraftKings four plus 575, which I think is pretty good odds for that. It's pretty juicy. So, yeah, anything else on the Dolphins Chiefs before we move on? No, that's kind of all I got. I, I like all your stuff. Yeah, Chiefs with the four and a half, four and a, four and a half. Uh, I like under 44 and the Pacheco rush yards. And I did I did like your suggestion of maybe adding the under to that, too. Yeah, uh, it just, uh, yeah. In a weather game like this, I feel like kind of have to. Yeah, so the final AFC playoff game of the weekend we have the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> should not be there, first of all, but 
they're traveling to Buffalo Orchard Park, New York to play the Bills. That one is at Sunday at 1 Eastern, 12 Central, your standard kickoff time on CBS. What are you, your initial thoughts on this one? Fade the Steelers. Fade that idiot Mason Rudolph. Fade all of them. I just, you know, I hate that I like all of the favorites in these games. But I do, I think the Bills beating the Dolphins this past week, they've, what, they were 6-6. Six and six. They've won five in a row. I think they've really hit their stride. The Steelers aren't a very good football team. I'm I'm a bit biased. I hate the Steelers. But at the end of the day, they're really not a very great football team. And Mason Rudolph is their quarterback. And I think the Bills have hit their stride. They're playing really well. They're confident. I think they've they've kind of worked out some of these problems that they had earlier in the season. You know, I, I think the offense has been a little better with Joe Brady. They're pounding it with James Cook more, which I like a lot. I I think the Bills beat them, and I think the Bills beat them handily. I think this is just like an early-in-the-day game that you turn on, maybe turn off in the third quarter because it's like whatever. Get ready for the next game. Um, I think the only the only thing that scares me in this game is turnover machine Josh Allen. I think a the Bills could get up in this game. Josh Allen can do his dumb Josh Allen stuff where he just turns it over two or three straight times. And just like that, the Steelers are in this game for absolutely no reason as the Steelers do. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that just that just seems like the epitome of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is yeah. They're just this they're just so damn mediocre, but they just find their way to slug and crawl and no somehow reason. win some of these games or stay in these games. It's, I mean, I guess it's a testament to Tomlin's coaching. He is Tomlin is a great. I, don't, I personally don't like the guy, but I I do have a ton of respect for him, and he's one of the best coaches in the league. So it could be a testament of that, but that just seems to be like week after week. That's what the Steelers do. And, yeah, I guess they have this newfound hope under Mason Rudolph, but come on, do you really trust Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph. I mean, come on. I mean, I guess he's a slight upgrade over Pickett and Trubisky. That's not really saying much, but, like, it's still (laughs) Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. And this is another quarterback uh, making his first playoff start, I'm pretty sure. It is. He so, has not started the playoff game. I think uh, quarterbacks in their first playoff start are like I don't know what their what their record is straight up, but they're like seventeen and thirty five against the spread. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a it's good not system. Good. Plus, like also added on to the fact to the effect of this game, we talk about the conditions in the Chiefs Dolphins game. This game has potentially awful conditions too. It's supposed to be like twenty degrees. Yeah, it's supposed to be twenty degrees at kickoff, and it could have up to like forty-five mile per hour wind gusts in this one. So it's going to be nasty. So and I don't like the way Najee Harris isn't that hard of a runner. The Bills' front is pretty good, and I like the way that the Bills have been running it now in this slightly different Joe Brady offense the second half of the season, the way they've been handing it to uh, to James Cook more. And obviously, in a game like this where the conditions are so bad, even on called pass plays, if nothing's there, 
Josh Allen is such a dangerous, dangerous threat with his legs. Yeah, I think Allen's legs could definitely be a factor in this one for sure. But I think this can be could be kind of an ugly, probably just kind of boring game where the Bills win it like 17 to 3 or or 20 yeah. to 6 or something dumb. Yeah, I mean, the over under for this game is like, like the 35. classic yeah, it's like the classic Iowa Hawkeye yeah. spread. Like they they don't expect much offense in this one. I mean, you do have two stingy defenses. It's going to be cold. Like I I like the under in this one. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's a lot, but um I like the Bills laying the 10. See, the thing is, is in my power lay, I actually have the Steelers covering that, but in an alternate 10 and a half. Now, the thing is, is like I do agree with what you're saying, but I just fear that the Steelers are going to get some like bullshit touchdown and garbage time would. to make it seem closer than what it actually is. So like that 10 points, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. There might be a backdoor cover for that one. You know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be like, 17 to 3 Bills in the fourth quarter. The Steelers have no chance of winning. Like you you can just feel that the Bills are going to win it. The Steelers can't get anything going. It's 17 to 3 in the fourth quarter. What like and, 2 minutes like, left. Yeah, and or or like 5 minutes left and the Bills like fumble and the Steelers scoop it and score it and then the final score is like 17 to 10. Yeah, that that's what worries me. That's why I have the Steelers covering be just so with this classic. being such a large line. I just I just have a feeling something like that to go in to happen. Yeah. So that's so I don't I don't know. My once again, we are not betting experts. Take our advice with a grain of salt. Yada yada yada. You get the point. But I have my parlay has the Steelers covering an alternate line of ten and a half. Like a little bit over that ten points that it's currently at, in case the games for say like 20 to 3 or something, and the Steelers yeah. get some bullshit late minute touchdown. Just have a little bit of protection there. Plus, I also have Najee Harris over the 59 and a half rushing yards. Whether this happens, it'll probably hit in like the fourth quarter. This one's going to be more of a patient one that you're going to have to wait on. But ever since the Steelers have found this newfound hope or whatever under Mason Rudolph, They've relied on the run game a lot more, and I think just with this cold weather, Najee's going to get the ball a lot. Talking about like 25, 30 carries, so I just, I don't know, dude, 59 and a half seems kind of low for me. Yeah, I'm going to... I kind of like that too. I'm going to stay away from a side in this game just because this large of a spread in a playoff game, and especially the stupid-ass Steelers are just going to get their 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 dumb shit to happen but i like the under of 35 um josh allen over 41 rushing yards and james cook anytime touchdown yeah that one's good james james cook anytime touchdown has been pretty reliable for the Mm -hmm. most part another uh prop that i like is uh Dalton Kincaid over 35 and a half receiving yards just because there's two elements that go into me thinking this is going to hit one is 
The Steelers' defense is not great against tight ends. They're like top mm. 10, I think, in fantasy points allowed to opposing tight ends. So there's one. And then two, it's, they don't have TJ Watt this game. So I think we're going to see the Steelers try to bring a little bit of extra pressure, try to really force Josh Allen to turn the ball over since they know that's, he's proud to it. So I just think Dalton Kincaid, you it's just an easy pass over in the middle for him. So I don't know. I just really like Dalton Kincaid over 35 and a half. But yeah, that's my parlay along with Najee over the 59 and a half and the Steelers to cover an alternate line of 10 and a half. And you can get that plus 440 on DraftKings. I like that. Now, if you now if you want to get a little bit more bold, I would consider taking the digs under on receiving yards just because his line's always pretty fairly high because he's Stephon Diggs. But he's kind of went on a cold stretch with this Bills winning streak besides last week. And this one's going to be cold. It's going to be extremely windy. I just don't think there's going to be much of a downfield passing game for either team in this one. So, Yeah, if it's going to be gusting winds and snow in Buffalo, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine either team gets much going passing-wise. So, yeah, so do you want to just do some final score predictions on these three games before we get out of here? Sure. Give me okay, – so. uh, I'll go I'll go Browns-Texans first. Give me uh, Browns 34, Texans 21. I like that. I mean, I think the Browns win by two scores potentially. I mean, I wouldn't bet that, but – just a hunch yeah. I get. But hey. Yeah, I was thinking more like 31, 21, somewhere in that range. But I do think the Browns will put up 30 points in this one at least. What about Chiefs-Dolphins for you? Chiefs-Dolphins. I mean, as I said, I wouldn't be shocked if Kansas City runs away with this one. I'm, I'm going to go like 27 to 10. I think Kansas City... Mahomes, Kelsey, and the boys, like I said, always show up come playoff time. I don't trust the Dolphins in cold weather. I don't trust Tua in cold weather. Tua lacks arm strength. I just really don't like the Dolphins to score a lot in this one, unless it's just some really creative stuff from Mike McDaniel. But I don't know. I just think the Chiefs' defense is, has quietly been amazing this year. <laughs> um, I just think they the Chiefs are too much for the Miami. I, like I said, I just don't trust two in cold weather games, especially zero degrees, dude. I'm close to you there. I was going to say Chiefs uh, 24-7. Yeah, I I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe Miami can surprise us, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't really see them winning this one. And then finally, the Bills versus the Steelers. What do you got in this one? I'll take Bills 20-12. to 12. 20 to 12. Yeah, I was thinking more. I, I kind of like that. Uh, 2013, something like that. That's why I said it's just knowing the Steelers, they're going to they just have something sneak a stupid. backdoor cover. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be like 2013, something like that. So, yeah. So, um, and we're not going to talk about NFC at all, but I do think. The Cowboys beat the Packers 
the Rams beat the Lions and then the Buccaneers beat the Eagles. But I I agree. I think the Packers might keep it close with the Cowboys, but the Cowboys win. I think the Rams are going to beat the Lions. I feel horrible for the Lions for that, but. Oh, I, I want the Lions to win so bad, but like everything in this one just makes me think the Rams are going to win. <laughs> I Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win too. And I disagree. I love I love Baker. I love what's been going on with the Bucks this year, but I actually kind of like the Eagles, despite being so bounced, uh, banged up, to maybe kind of bounce back here because the Bucks aren't that great. And yeah. I think the Eagles kind of backs against the wall. Nobody believes in us, us against the world kind of mentality. They might get really fired up and uh, and win that one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's definitely easier to buy a team low when you can. So Yeah. I could definitely see the Eagles winning that one, too. I, I just don't trust them right now. Yeah, I mean, me neither. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to do this for this episode of Flock Talk. Do you have any final words? No, that's about it. Um, I hope uh, Chiefs Bills be an interesting getting to see that again if things go to as we predicted and no comment on potential Browns Ravens. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when it comes. But yeah, so we the Ravens will know who they will be playing in the divisional round, probably by four in the afternoon on saturday i mean sunday my bad but yeah so we'll know pretty quickly who we're going to be playing so should be a fun weekend um so yeah let's go ravens